Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. We are recording this on International Taekwondo Day. So happy International Taekwondo Day. And that is part of what we're going to be talking about a little bit more. But before we get into that, uh, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about Lamar Odom, uh, NBA player who may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. And he's owing it all to uh, all this excitement and all this revigoration and rejuvenation to this product called Balance 7, which is a pH balancing alkaline supplement drink. If you go to their website, you'll see uh, a lot about it. Uh, I did this. If you we're going to we're running an offer. If you type in a check out the code believe B-L-E-A-V, the podcast network that we are part of, you get free shipping. That's what I did. There's a ton of choices, whether it be a 30-day supply, whether it be um, a limited bottle, whether it be 180-day supply, all different configurations, uh, these little to-go bottles or these big bottles for your house with pump dispensers. You know, for me, been doing Taekwondo for a long time, and you think about it, and hopefully all your skill increases, but your body gets older. And we try to find ways to keep our body younger and to mitigate the wear and tear. And that's what a product like Balance 7 is designed to do. I'll let you know my results. I should have my product any day, but Lamar Odom swears by it. I want you to go over to Balance 7. That's the number seven. And we'll put it in, our, in the show notes. Use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and you get free shipping, which is great because this stuff can be pretty heavy. Um, so you're saving a lot on the shipping. I want you to take, take a look. I want you to give us your feedback on it. I'd love to hear your results. I'm going to give you my results in the upcoming weeks, uh, but I'd love to hear yours. So as I said, it is International Taekwondo Day. This program will be um, premiering on the Labor Day after that, but uh, it's being recorded on International Taekwondo Day, and we have a lot to celebrate. Uh, last week's show, we, we talked all about the AGT phenomena, the Dem World Taekwondo Demonstration Team and Team M, and following our program, the team went on to advance. They're going to advance to the finals this week coming up that the show premieres. They'll be on the finals. I don't know whether or not they'll be the winners or, you know, they'll be a runner up. But the fact of the matter is this is already a phenomenon. It's already a groundswell. It's already excitement. Uh, 2020 was a very difficult year. 2021 has been really in many ways, the bright spot for a lot of people has been Taekwondo. The Tokyo Olympics took place. The United States and Anna Zalotic won her gold medal. International Taekwondo Day, AGT, all the excitement around that. And now what we're going to talk about today on International Taekwondo Day is the historic Paralympic Taekwondo program. But before I get into that, I wanted to talk to you about it. it's that time of year. 
Uh, I'm very excited. We're in September, which means football is back. As always, Bet Online, our number one sponsor, is the number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. You go there, you get updated on the odds, the props, the contests, including, this is pretty cool, uh, online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL survivor contest, which are both open now. In addition to all the money you can win and the fun you can have, there, there are these contests. I want you to go to their website. You know what that website is. It's betonline.ag and take advantage of your sign-up bonus. That's something we talk about every week. And then I want you to take advantage of their opening day super promo, which is that you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, which is the upcoming week, season opener between the um, Super Bowl champion Buccaneers, right? Tom Brady's Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded. So that's it. If you bet and you lose the first $25 of your wager, they're going to give you back. And if you win, you win. For new customers only when you sign up using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Bet online are your online sportsbook experts. This show is presented by Balance 7 and Bet Online. Please don't forget to like and subscribe us. I hate to do all these commercials and things at the beginning, but it's part of what we do. We got to pay the bills, right? Taekwondo has been a demonstration sport at the Olympics. We've talked about this uh, since 1988. It became an official sport and premiered at the Sydney. Australia Olympics in 2000 and has continued since it's developed, it's grown. Taekwondo is an international sport. We're in almost 200 countries, but alongside of this, or maybe lagging behind this to some degree, there has been a Paralympic movement in the country that the people at World Taekwondo, uh, President Chow, others have embraced and brought into the Taekwondo movement, Paralympic Taekwondo. The Tokyo Olympics, we talked about this at the beginning, is followed by the Paralympics. Same venue, same locations, slightly different logo. Taekwondo would be, would, would be fought a little more than a month later in the same venue where Olympic IOC Taekwondo had been fought. So that's what happened starting 9-2, September 2nd, finishing on 9-4, International Taekwondo Day was the historic and triumphant premiere of Paralympic Taekwondo. First time ever in the world. Now, there's been a Paralympic movement in Taekwondo. I was just recently, as I indicated to you, in the Nationals and the Grand Prix. When I was in the Grand Prix, there was, I did not judge this division, but it was, uh, there was a Paralympic Pumse division. So this is great. This is a we had the opportunity to talk to Grandmaster Erica Lindhorst previously. I think the topic of her program was Taekwondo for all, right? She's talking about aging up and the gold coats and Taekwondo for the over 70 crew. We talked about the inclusion and development of women into Taekwondo. We talked about it in, in terms of children. We talked about the inclusion of Pumse to round out sparring. And now we talk about in both Pumse and Karugi, the Paralympic movement. And it is really, really very exciting. It is a triumph. No matter what anyone thinks or understands, this is a triumph. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, has, had been for years a champion of what at that time was called the Special Olympics, which uh, 
was groundbreaking at the time, which were sports games, uh, comp- competitive games for people that had challenges, the people that had uh, physical disabilities or certain diseases. And that sort of helped to drive the movement, particularly in this country and internationally, for uh, the Paralympic movement. And while I'm not an expert on the Paralympic movement, it's obvious to me that that is part of the transgression, part of the part of the transition, not transgression. Transgression is definitely the wrong word there. So we have the premiere. We had, according to what I read, 71 fighters from around the globe, obviously not as widely practiced yet. Right. We said 200 fighter, 200 countries represented for um, Taekwondo. Paralympic Taekwondo, not as many, but a diverse group for sure. 71 fighters fighting for six divisions, six gold medals. We talked last week or the week before about how we try not to be political, but the we couldn't help but talk about the fact that the first woman Taekwondo Paralympian had been from Afghanistan, that was from Afghanistan, was going to be unable to make the Paralympics because of all of the terrible chaos that was going on in, in, in our country. Well, she did last minute. She did get out. I don't know how this was supported. I don't know if she's going to go back, but she did get out. Um, Zakin Kudad, I believe, I, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. She appeared at the historically, it's amazing, a woman representing Afghanistan, fighting in the Paralympic movement. She did not medal, but she did appear. And she did compete. And that is in and of itself a triumph. You had six divisions in the women's side, under 49 kilograms, under 58 kilograms, 58 kilograms. On the men's side, you had under 58 kilograms, under 75 kilograms and 75 kilograms. And those were the the divisions. The rules for Paralympic Taekwondo, very similar. I mean, it's fought on the same the same layout. It's fought in the same octagon. It's fought using corner judges and a center referee. Virtually the same gamjungs, out of bounds, things of that nature. The difference is uh, point scoring and uh, the way in which points are scored is, is different. There are no faces, punches to the face, which is the same as Taekwondo, right? Um, but there's no punches to the body either. There's no punch. There's no score point scored for punches. Um, several of the Paralympians are um, disabled as it relates to their arms. Um, several of them don't have an arm. So I guess to equalize those rules, there are no punches whatsoever. Um, the striking area is the same. This is the same as Taekwondo. There's an electronic hogu of the body and striking the hogu, striking the hogu with force is exactly what scores points. The difference is, this is a little interesting and we'll talk about the implications, is that Two points for a regular kick. So what is that? A roundhouse kick, where most of our listeners are Taekwondo practitioners, but you may not be. So if I do a regular kick, a rear leg or front leg roundhouse kick to the body, two points. Turning kick, three points. Okay, so this is different, right? In, in, in regular Taekwondo, a kick to the head is three points, a regular kick. This is a turning kick. What do we mean a turning kick? Well, probably if you're standing there and you do a back kick, if you're standing there and you do a back hook kick, those would be turning kicks. Uh, those are two points. But to rank up the excitement, three um, those are three points. I apologize. 
four points is a spinning kick. So what are we talking about? Uh, spinning roundhouse kick, one step forward, spinning back hook kick. So those more exciting to watch are four points. So your, your level of kicking is two, three, and four. Now, analysis of the matches said that because people aren't getting kicked in the head, because they don't have the fear of being knocked out, right? You're not going to get knocked out from getting kicked to the body. Um, it led to very aggressive matches. People were very engaged, and there was a tremendous amount of back-and-forth contact between the fighters. I saw, we'll talk about Evan Medell, but I saw his foot completely black and blue, a sign of really kicking hard. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see how the adjustment and the rules morphed into what I heard was a very, very exciting way to watch Taekwondo. So what were the results? We had some interesting things. Iran won the first gold medal for Paralympics. Um, I'm, we talked in the post-show to the IOC's Olympics that Taekwondo has become a universal international sport and that medals are not reserved for one country. And that is certainly true if you look at the Paralympic standings. Brianna uh, Solonero representing the United States coming from locally from very close to where I am home based in New York and in, in Massapequa. Uh, she represented the U S she was the first woman to ever qualify. It's historic qualify for Paralympic Taekwondo, um, in the U S she did not medal, but she had a pretty great, some pretty great fights. My understanding in the 58 kilograms, she's disappointed, but she certainly has nothing to be ashamed of. We have Janine Watson, who is a phenomena in and of herself, who got a medal for Australia in Karugi. And why is that so phenomenal? Not only is she the first, um, one of the first female Paralympians to win a medal for Australia, but she is also an international Paralympic Pumse competitor and medalist. So there wasn't Paralympic Pumse, obviously, at the, the Paralympics. However, she is a Paralympic Pumse medalist. So why is that interesting and exciting and different? Well, historically in the conventional Taekwondo world, you're either Karogi or Pumse. Very few athletes are crossover. She is a Paralympian and she is crossover. She's Pumse. And obviously she does at a high level and Karogi, she obviously does at a high level. So congratulations to her. She is certainly somebody to watch. And for the United States, the crowning, exciting, feather in their cap is Evan Medell, who was made history already as being the first male to qualify for the Paralympics to compete for the U.S. and who came very, very close to making it to the gold silver medal round. Um, but I believe he was eliminated by Croatia. Croatia went on to win the silver medal in the match that Iran won the gold. So Evan went on in his bronze medal match to win in the 75 kilogram category. And he is truly a champion. He and Brianna were uh, signing autographs at the nationals, which I attended in San Antonio, the USAT nationals. Uh, I didn't have a chance to go to that level and see them because I was refereeing, but I understand they had quite a, quite a following and did some autograph signing. And certainly those are uh, even more interesting, exciting and nostalgic now that this is over. So I assume that Paralympic Taekwondo will be a continuation in the Paris Olympics. I haven't read anything particularly about it, 
um, at this time, post-Olympics, post-Paralympics, I'm sure there'll be adjustments that will be made, comments that will be made about the performance, about the PSS, about the refereeing, but that's fine. That's what happens. That's what happens every four years and the Taekwondo world resets itself. So my name is Mark Sirianis. I'm wishing you a happy International Taekwondo Day. I don't know what you're doing in your local state, your local region, your local part of the world to celebrate. It is a little difficult this year and last year due to the COVID restrictions. It was very difficult for the organizations I'm involved in to do something. Historically in my region, um, the New York Mets sponsor an International Taekwondo Day and many of the metropolitan New York City Taekwondo schools engage in high level demonstrations and board breaking on the city field field. Uh, this year, that of course didn't happen, but hopefully in 2022, we will resume that. However, I did see tons of postings from folks who are participating in International Taekwondo Day events, whether they be local luncheons, celebrations, um, festivities, or just getting together with people in your dojang. It happened to be on a Saturday, so many people were in the dojangs. Anyway, I look forward to seeing you on the mats. My name is Mark Sirianis for Taekwondo Life Magazine. This episode has been brought to you by Balance 7 and by Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.